following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. gentlemen welcome back happy friday happy week two of the nfl season i am your host of fantasy beast and where to find them mr kyle ranny join this episode by our co-hosts our sunday morning cohort our uh, all-around fun-loving friend who loves joe burrow just as much as he loves Derek carr mr jason holt I both of those statements are true. Those are my Ferraris, and uh, well, Joe Burrow's my Ferrari, and uh, Derek, Derek Carr is your like, good old jalopy, the good old, the good old like 1980 uh, Camaro or something. You know, it's old reliable. But welcome back, guys. Happy Friday. We're here to talk about some things. Uh, not the Thursday night football game, at least not on this episode, not right now, because we're recording currently about. During. Uh, honestly, about 30 minutes before it kicks yeah. off. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Sometimes you face the facts of life, or whatever the hell that statement is. But guys, this this time... Sometimes you have to download a whole new app to watch Thursday Night Football. Yeah, we just did that. Uh, shout out to the Amazon Prime app. But here we are. Here we are. And uh, we're about to talk about some stardom cinema options we like. Jason, we already alluded to it here. Um, we're going to go with, you know, you really liked... Derek Carr, yeah. he has the team that allowed the most points to quarterbacks last week. In the Arizona Cardinals, still unseen if they're going to get J.J. Watt back, uh, which is a big problem because J.J. Watt's kind of their only pass rusher. Yeah, one and of the big guys on that defense that really can impact the game. The Raiders allowed four sacks last week. The only reason I know that is I already started looking into playing a, a players to get sack parlay. I'm a gambling addict. I'm sorry. Yeah, it happens. What I better person to take fantasy advice, though, from a gambling addict? Yeah, someone who has money on the line. All the time and always. Go go Chargers tonight. Go uh, go, Jalen Goyden to score a touchdown. <laughs> who yeah. the hell is going to play that as an actual live bet? You never know. But me. Um, but no, guys. We're here. We've got this figured out. And uh, I really like the option of Derek Carr. If you have him. I've actually got him as a quarterback in quite a few leagues. Oh, look, Dude Perfect's on our TV. Yeah, Thursday Night Football, a little bit of Dude Perfect. They got the Amazon Prime balls or no? They, no. I'm sure they do. They got ketchup, mustard, and relish. Yeah, there's, there is ketchup, ketchup, mustard, and relish. They made a... That was NFL. definitely not on that canvas 30 seconds no, prior. No, it was definitely not. Um, You know, we talked about Carr. I will tell you, I really they like do. Marcus Mariota as well. Is that one of them? No. I don't know about you. Uh, he threw a ball and it exploded. I'm sorry. I'm very distracted. I don't know about you, but I, I do like Marcus Mariota this week as well. Um, uh, who are they playing again? I know we just talked they've about got the, it. Well, they have the Rams, and I don't think it's going to be as easy of a matchup as Josh Allen had. No. I do like him against the Rams because the Rams defense was shown how, like, I mean. They're missing a lot of that front seven. They're missing a lot seven. of that front seven. They're missing a lot of those guys that they had that kind of held that defense together and held that defense to win that ring. And one of them's on Buffalo, and I love to hear it. 
and you know the Von Miller effect. You know, it just kind of follows him around. I uh, I, I kind of sat here and tried to figure out if I did like Drake London this week. I know what happened to Jalen Ramsey last week. I know we don't love Jalen Ramsey, but you got to think he's going to come back pissed off and clamp down on the rookie this week. I could see it, but at the same time, why I did know. I not know Fitz was part of the Amazon telecast? Didn't he? Is this just recently, isn't it? As of like maybe season? I love it though. He looks great. He looks great. Um, and I can't wait to hear Fitz Magic all night. Right? Hopefully, yeah. I mean, it should be, but yeah. So uh, I like Mariota, and I think I like Mariota in a lot of scenarios this year because of the running ability. And once he gets comfortable with those weapons, I think it's gonna be even better. Um, he, for me to be fully on board with Mariota, there he's got to prove himself to me. And I know that like I shouldn't have. I'm a guy behind a microphone, and he's a guy in the NFL, so he's already proved it to me. But like to show me that that's the guy that I would want at quarterback for my team. He's got to do something. What a weird number. What? Isaiah Pacheco, the running back, is wearing 10. That's a little and bit weird, he's yeah. getting the yeah. highest snap count with the Chiefs. I'll tell, Okay, weird. hold on. Let's start off here. We, I already said this on on, uh, thir- on Monday's episode, but before this game cares? went live here, I don't love Hilaire to do what he did th- this past week. He had two touchdowns, both on two of three receiving yeah. targets. He didn't run the ball well. No, he didn't at all. I don't trust that he's going to be a better player. Um, but yeah, quarterback um, don't wise, that because I do have him starting in a lineup. Yeah, well, I still can't see. He's very touchdown dependent. He's no, like Mike. He's is. like the Mike Evans of wider of running backs. Don't talk crap about Mike Evans because I'm starting him in a lineup. <laughs> Mike Evans that's being no, top love, ten, but Mike I Evans is the guy Evans. who scores he, twelve touchdowns a year. Yeah. If Mike, if Mike uh, Evans scores twelve touchdowns a year, that means twelve of your fantasy weeks. He's at least a passable player. Well, yeah. That's but the problem I, is the weeks he doesn't get in the end zone, he usually posts a 3 for 35 stat line. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why I got his counterpart, who usually is running up and down the field, Chris Godwin. Julio Jones. Yeah, Julio, Julio Jones. <laughs> um, but, no, I'll tell you that. I like Mariota going forward in fantasy. This week might be tough. I think the Rams are going to look to exact some revenge. But that also means that Mariota is going to have to throw from behind a lot of the game. Yeah, so you're going to get... A lot of those yards. Garbage street, time garbage points. Time yards. Um, man, I know Matt Ryan's on here. I know he had a decent week last week, but I don't necessarily say... I'm not going to say I love Matt Ryan against the Jags. I, on a typical day, I love Matt Ryan against the Jags every day of the week. But for whatever reason, for the past however long, Indy cannot win in Jacksonville. I don't know what it is. So... I'm, if, no matter what, who's that quarterback? Because it was Carson Wentz last year, and then it was a quarterback before that. Was it Jacoby Brissett before that? Could, they, they can't win. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. That's true. Philip Rivers. They cannot win in Jacksonville. So, like, I won't take him this week, and I won't take any this week. Listen, my biggest issue. You just said his name. Uh, I already said I, I kind of would fade Car- uh, Matt Ryan. I don't love that option. But then you said Carson Wentz. Yeah. And he had a very good week last week against the Jags. He's f- expected to face currently the 29th-ranked defense against quarterbacks in the league in the Detroit Lions. However, I'm going to tell you, those numbers are anomalies. Yeah. Do you know why they're ranked 29th? Mm, I have, I'd have to go look. Do you know who they there. played last week? Who had the mo- Who were the fourth most qu- points as a quarterback? No. The well, Eagles I mean, and Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Jalen Hurts only threw for less than 200 yards and no touchdowns. 
He, he didn't throw well against the Lions. He just ran against He them. ran very well against the Lions. He ran for nine, 90 yards and a touch. That's 15 of your 27 points. Yeah. Nothing against Jalen Hurts. That's the way he gets it done. But Carson Wentz isn't running for no, 90 Carson yards and a touchdown. Run for 90 yards. So, yes, I only, I Wentz might throw. Because Dak is out for four Dude, weeks. I like Wentz. I like his upside. But I don't. I just, I'm not telling you if you picked him up and you're you're banking no, that this banking. is going to be the same. I'm not saying you in general. I'm saying the, the generalized audience. I'm, I'm banking on Trevor Lawrence deciding to go off against Indy this week. I think that's the case. I do. I, I I just picked up Carson Wentz as a second quarterback because my third quarterback is currently suspended. I played a five-player. I have four quarterbacks. Oh, boy. Right now. I played a five-player two-score touchdown parlay. Yeah. Four of the five are standard NFL players. Tariq Hill's on there. Amon or St. Brown's on there. I don't remember who else the other two are, but like they're they're around that same category, like top end guys. Yeah. My fifth, Marvin Jones. That's a good one. He didn't get a touchdown last week. He's expected to see a very promising look with uh, against Indy. Um, where is Jacksonville yeah, on this list? He's expected to see Brandon Fackerson, who allowed 16 points last week. That sounds like Marvin Jones is touchdown dependent, and I'd take that bet for how much that was going to pay out. Yeah. Um, is that Jeff Bezos? Oh, Jeff Bezos. Who's, but, this is off topic. Who's playing? Who's Miami playing? Miami is against Baltimore. Uh, who's covering Tyreek? Tyreek's getting covered by Brandon Stevens after they had to shift everything around after they lost... Uh, Kyler F- or Kyle Fuller. Start Tyreek got it. Yes, yes. He he had a ton of a ton of receptions last week. It just not it was not getting in the end zone. He doesn't have that same. He doesn't have the same well, boom bust he had in Miami. He's gonna be a lot more reliable, but he's. I don't think you're gonna get forty point Tariq. I think your windows will be between twenty five to five. They use him a lot differently that they used him in uh, Kansas City. Kansas City. They're not throwing the deep ball. Obviously, I Tua, well, they can't throw the deep ball. I, I'm not. I was gonna, not going to say it, but. Tua cannot throw the deep ball, so they throw those dink and dunk slants with Tim and Waddle, or those little screen passes to where let's make Tyreek make the play instead of making Patrick Mahomes make the play to Tyreek. You know what I'm saying? We're, yeah. We're letting Tyreek play instead of the flashy quarterback aspect as well, which is kind of like that Alabama-esque quarterback that they're running. Yeah. They got that like let's throw the dink and dunks, let's get drive down the field and win the game that way instead of throwing it deep. Mac Jones. Mac Jones, that's how, um, like Tua, but, those Alabama guys. But no, so like like I said, I like Carson once moving forward. I don't think Carson's going to be bad. And if you were able to get your hands on Jahan Dotson in the leagues yeah. and on the waiver wire, I think you're going to pay out. That was the one guy they said all year through camp. Dotson and Wentz look like a good duo. What happens week one? Dotson has three catches for two touchdowns, 40 yards. Yeah. That's a pretty damn good duo. Um, plus, he's a naturally clean route runner out of Penn State. But uh, I digress. Kyler Murray's on this list. Is it a double XP weekend? Um, I don't know. I don't think I don't that's. Think I don't actually think that's. It was from I a think post it's sport, sa- I think it's satire though, because because I don't even think he has any losses in his career. Unless he was at a school where all they did was lose, he only had nine losses his entire college career. Unless, and he's unless got, they really are going back into high school. But that's what be. I'm saying. Unless they only lost games in high school, which if you've got a pro player, you'd think you'd win most of your games. Well, especially yeah. if he's your quarterback. Um, yeah, but if... I don't know. You'd have to see how many like over career losses he has total. But that's what I'm saying. So so doing my homework... I'm just saying... He had 24 losses in the NFL. Yeah. He has nine in college. 
even if you, I mean, what's a usually unless they're, counting, a high, games, unless they're counting games that he's not starting too, like games. But that's right. even games he's not starting. Okay, that's games he's not starting. I went back to his his first year. I want to say at Texas Tech. It was a pro sports bet. I, I just, I app. think, I think it was meant to be Maybe like a like shot of like a KDR. Um, but I don't believe it. Especially because, I, like, here's I the thing. But here's the thing. Even if you calculate every loss ever, there's no way every every loss lined up to be only an XP weekend. It just it seemed yeah. a little goofy, and because like that's the thing. Even okay, I mean, they do have a lot of XP weekends. You're right, but like, so here's the thing. How many games For, did you play at a, at a high school football level? Um, Six or seven in a year. If you threw playoffs, if you're counting playoffs, you could end up playing like. Maybe eight but so that's the thing. If they lost every game in his high school career, and you went yeah, to seven, playoffs. you figure he probably didn't start as a freshman due to his size. So three years times seven is twenty-one. Even if you say he goes zero and seven every year, which doesn't make it seem like he gets to a college route, plus his thirty-six, he's just eclipsing that forty-nine mark. Yeah. Like I just, I feel like I think it was supposed to be a joke. He definitely gets worse once Call of Duty comes out, the new game. Which is hilarious. That is funny. Um, but the new Call of Duty's not out. They're facing the you got, Raiders. you got a couple weeks. They're yeah. facing the Raiders, who got pretty well carved up with a lot of injuries to the Chargers. I think Tyler has a better game this week than he had against uh, the Chiefs last Just week. Throw the ball to Devontae. Unless I'm playing him, then don't throw it to any other well, receiver. He's, he doesn't have Devontae. Derek Carr has Devontae. Yeah, that's what I'm throwing oh, Devontae. I'm on board for that because both of my big FanDuel lineups this week have somehow... Fa- I will actually release one of these at the end of the episode, so if you make money off me, you're welcome. Somehow, I managed to swing a mediocre quarterback, a solid running back one, Yeah. Cooper Cup, and Devontae Adam. There you go. Like, if those two go off to be those two, I can get 60 points out of them alone. Yeah. 120 wins you points in FanDuel. I need 60 points from seven other people on my roster. Yeah, That's less than a, 10 points apiece. It's not a bad situation to be in at all. And then I've got some boom-bust guys, but, like, yeah, I've got the option here. Um, boo, boo, you, Travis no, Kelsey. No, no, no. You, 30 points again, please. We're talking about Travis Kelsey. 30 um, points again. Justin Herbert, obviously playing as we talk right now. Matt Stafford with a pretty little decent. put it out there. Not sure I like you as a person, but I don't know you like that. But also... Like, you get me 30 points a game, so I appreciate you. Sorry. Tra- Travis Kelsey, or Matt Stafford, he's, uh, Justin Herbert's out there. Damn it, Jason. <laughs> I'm sorry. Justin Herbert's out there, obviously, right now. We've already talked about that. Matt Stafford has a decent lineup against the Rams. Me they were 26. You figure they're going to bounce back this week. Yeah. Um, I'm not picking Jacoby Brissett against the Jets. I... I mean, Tom Brady, you kind of have to play him if you got him, but he's against the Saints defense, and I think... Yeah, Kobe Brissett against the Jets. So, the Tom Brady one... He's played the Jets twice a year for a little bit. Top, you, but that's what I'm saying. I still don't necessarily love Brissett to be a... Uh, I'm not starting Brissett. I'm not, oh, I'm not... Oh, in fantasy, no. Unless I'm... No. Gun to my head, I don't have any other quarterback currently. I thought you were, you know... If I have gun to my head and I have to pick somebody off waiver wire, I'm sooner picking up Baker or Justin Fields this week. Um, it, yeah, but Tom Brady up. is Tom Brady. I get that, but Brady's 27th ranked quarterback. He only scored 9.9 points in average leagues. And the Saints might every have been time, 24th. Every time I play Brady in any fantasy league, it's never worth it. The Saints might have been 24th this past week. Like, like allowed the 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 7th most yeah. points. But Mariota rushed for over 60 yards and a touch. 
Brady ain't rushing for more than six yards and definitely isn't going to get a touch. Uh, so I don't love Brady. The opposite end of the spectrum here. Okay, I have to go all the way down, apparently. Brady is a good quarterback. He's not a good fantasy quarterback. Jalen Hurts has a tough matchup this week. Hurts faces the Vikings, although I think the Vikings are only in first because Aaron Rodgers had no protection. Um, and Kirk Cousins just looked great. Kirk Cousins didn't look great. Justin Jefferson well, looked yeah. great. Jameis faces... See, this is the thing. So early in the season, these rankings are so weird because like, I don't love the Jalen Hurts being, oh, he's got a tough matchup. He's he's facing a team that got to edge rush with no tackles. Uh, Jameis Winston currently has the six most points as a quarterback, facing the second best team in in Tampa. Was Tampa that good, or was it the fact that they have no left tackle in Dallas? And you watch Dak get hurt. And I watch paint dry. Like I'm sooner I'm sooner having Jameis start a game for me if I yeah, need oh it. Yeah. Uh, Lamar, Lamar, Miami. That's what I don't love. I'll tell you that. He faces the fourth-ranked Miami defense. I think Miami clamped down on New England pretty well last week, and I think their secondary is a lot tougher than the Jets. Lamar threw two deep touchdowns and didn't do much past that. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, tough matchup against the Bears this week. Take it for what it's worth. The Bears played in Monsoon. Yeah. Quarterback's tough. Quarterback, I think, still is a namesake. If you've got him and they're a good player, you play him. Uh, Running back on the other hand, Delvin Cook. He faces the 32nd-ranked Eagles. I'm definitely firing up Dalvin Cook this week. Josh Jacobs faces a very weak run defense of the Cardinals. If you got him, I think you got to find a way to get him in your lineup. The Denver Broncos. So, Javante William and Melvin Gordon both have the 30th-ranked run defense against the Texans. I know neither of those guys are Jonathan Taylor, but it's a much easier run defense than having to get games going when you're behind. Yeah, oh yeah. And if you technically want to play that game, Javante Williams had 11 catches on Monday night. I know none of them are Jonathan Taylor, but you know how many catches uh, Naeem Hines had? Two. He had six of six for 50 on, on last Sunday. Yeah. If, if you got to expect that they can catch the ball out of the backfield, it's not going to be a problem. Javante Williams might have. Javante Williams might be the ultimate boom bust this week. Um, Saquon. Saquon is going to come back to earth. Yeah. I'm not saying don't play him. They're against the Panthers, who allowed... A ton of points last week to running backs. But I can't see Saquon going for 35 again. Saquon to 20? Sure, maybe. Saquon 35, you're out your damn mind. The Buffalo Bills with a good matchup this week. The Titans were the f- fourth worst run defense in the league last week. Yeah. We I mean, like Saquon to... did that to him. Yeah, it's Saquon, but... But that doesn't mean Devin Singletary is not going to have a good game. Devin Singletary. James Cook will James come back. James Cook with a bounce back. Yeah. Uh, the Washington football team. So this is one I, I'm intrigued by. You know, they've got Antonio Gibson in a big game. The guy I'm looking at here is J.D. McKissick this week. Yeah, I could see him having a pretty great week. So they fired a lot of passes in that uh, in that game last week. Uh, Philadelphia did, at least. Philadelphia tried to get the ball off to the two of their running backs a lot. It wouldn't shock me to see J.D. McKissick getting a little bit more involvement with... with Wentz having to make smarter plays. So I like Jaden McKissick. I actually have him in a couple of my FanDuel leagues. Um, The Niners have a good game against uh, the Seahawks. However, unless you're really sold on Jeff Wilson Jr., I don't think I need that. 
Philadelphia has a good game again. Philly just always scares me. You have to rotate through who Philly's running yeah. backs are. Oh, yeah. Literally three of their running backs had a touchdown. Four running backs had a touchdown, and three of them had more than 30 yards rushing. Yeah, you just got to find out who's really going to be. That's it. Is it Miles Sanders? Is it Gainwell? Are we going to act with, uh, with it all going through Jalen Hurts? Uh, Carolina, Christian McCaffrey had ni- or was the 19th ranked. He faces the Giants, who allowed... Quite a few points last week. DeAndre Swift is one of my guys, too. If you got him, he was the third-ranked running back last week. As long as he's healthy, which right before we got on there, he actually said he intends on playing, coming off his ankle injury. He hasn't practiced for two days. Which is not a good sign, but he says he plans on firing up. Ankles are tricky. Tricky, yeah, they really are. But Swift, as long as he fires up, well worth your start. If he doesn't fire up, Jamal Williams has to be a go. Yeah. If you have the handcuff or you can pick up the handcuff, you've got to start Jamal Williams. Oh, yeah. Um, Damian Harris, Ramadier Stevenson, they have a decent matchup this week with uh, Pittsburgh, but I don't think I want to touch that. They both struggled last week. The line's not getting going. And And Pittsburgh is stellar when they want to be. And Pittsburgh got beat decently by Joe Mixon. Neither of those two are Joe Mixon. The opposite end of of the board here, though, tough running games. Uh, Damian Pierce not lining up for a pretty game. However, that's one of those weird games again. Was it that the Broncos were good, or was it that Seattle just didn't run the ball? Seattle didn't have to do much to do anything. So, like, I think Damian Pierce, they're going to try to get the ball in his hands. Uh, Not a great sign here. Cam Aker, Daryl Henderson, they got the Falcons, who were the second-best team in the league last week against the run. And it's not like they faced a bad team. They held on to Elvin Kamara pretty well. Yeah. So, not much hope for those Rams running backs this week. Um, Alvin Kamara has a tough matchup. He's got the Bucks. They clamped on Tony Pollard and Zeke pretty well last week. Cleveland has a tough matchup against the Jets, but I think it was more or less that Baltimore didn't have running backs last week. Yeah. Baltimore did what they could with Kenyon Drake, and Kenyon Drake was their top back. Cleveland's new logo on the field. On the center field, Brownie the Elf. It's pretty cool. It's all right. Uh, The Browns are the Browns. Derrick Henry, Tennessee against Buffalo. I know he's always a killer of the Bills. I think this week's different. He only had 82 yards. He got popped a couple times against the Giants. He did not look like Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry did not look like Derrick Henry. No, he's coming off that Achilles, and I think it's finally showing him having 400-plus carries a year. That Henry's old. He's aging. He's hurt. Um, So I don't love him. He doesn't have anybody else that he can that can take those hits. He's taking the hits too much. Yeah, and that's it wouldn't shock me by the end of the year, and I hate saying this on the air, but Hassan Haskin taking over by the end of the year would not shock me. Same, it would not shock same me physical running style. Oh, yeah. Big, tough dude at six foot two. Big, beefy dude that's going to run you over. Oh, beefy dudes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that's the weirdest thing I've ever said on this podcast. I'm sorry for all of you who are offended by talking about beefy dudes. I hope you're not offended. I'm a beefy dude. We're going to go to tight ends here, Jason. Yeah? Talk about beefy dudes and tight ends. Um, I did not plan that. Beefier dudes. Beefing dudes and tight ends. Um, Arizona is not good. I mean, granted, they've faced Travis Kelsey, who lit him up. Darren Waller is going to be their guy. Uh, Waller had a decent game this past week. He finished in the top ten at its tight end. Tight ends are going to be tough. Outside of the top one tight end this week, everything beside or behind him was a f- was an absolute mess. Yeah. Uh, but Darren Waller has a chance of being a really nice play this week. O.J. Howard, I think a lot of people are looking to go, he's going to keep this up and be a red-hot tight end. I don't see it. He might be a touchdown target, 
but his stats last week did not warrant me going, he's great. No, I think he was just running wide open and someone slipped coverage. He was 2 of 2 for 38 and 2 touchdowns. Yeah. It's not like he was 6 of 7 for 112 and 2 touchdowns. He was a nice red zone target. So, I mean, I'm waiting a week before I'm telling you you got to put him in your lineup. I could still see Brevin Jordan being the guy who gets the plug there. Um, Evan Ingram, Jacksonville. I don't love his option. He's yeah, got Indy. Indy got scorched pretty well by Brad, or by OJ Howard, but I'm not telling you to fire up Evan Ingram. Tyler Higby, decent matchup against the Falcons. I don't love that either because you know why the Falcons are listed yeah. down. You know why the Falcons are listed down there? Uh, because they list Taysom Hill as a tight end who had an 80 oh, yeah. yard rush. That's it. That's why. That's why the Falcons are put as low down on this list. So that's kind of some blind rage. Uh, Arizona. Gets a pretty decent matchup. Zach Ertz, I guess, is worth your flex this week. He faces the 28th-ranked Raiders. Dalton Schultz had a solid week. He's 6th-ranked. The Bengals couldn't do much against Pat Fryermuth last week. Uh, so Dalton Schultz is worth firing up. Taysom Hill is so-called the top guy. I'm not even worrying about him. I don't even care about that. Unless they're running a lot of dual quarterback options or giving him wildcat reps, Adam Troutman's still your number one tight end there. I could see him firing up this week. Dallas Goder, a very nice play. He's got the Vikings. They ranked like seventh against the tight end last week. Um, and he is 14th. He had a decent week. Yeah. So I like Dallas Goder to bounce back. Travis Kelsey tonight, obviously. Good game for him. Play him. Mike Gusecki, an interesting one. You have him. Just don't even ask what other tight end to play. Mike Gusecki's interesting because, like, somehow the Ravens allowed, like, the eighth most points to tight ends to the Jets. Kaseki's always a good a good pick. A, a sleeper guy. He didn't get targeted, really. He had one ca- one target for one catch and one yard. If he was on another team, if he was fire on a team with a better quarterback, I'd fire him up hardcore. If he was on a better team where, like, let's say it was a just a better quarterback, he could be a Travis Kelsey-type tight end. He really could be. My only team. other sleeper guy this week, because he looked pretty good, Hayden Hurst had a decent game last week. Against uh, Cincy? Yeah. Janu Smith. They targeted him yeah. four times. He's looked good all preseason. He's available in most of your leagues. I like Janu Smith a lot. Going to the opposite end here, though, uh, I don't love either of the tight ends from Seattle. People are running crazy about that. Oh, my, did you see what Will Disley did? Did you see what Kobe Parkinson did? I don't care. I don't care. That simple. Uh, unless either of those two guys can, can tr- contribute and continue, continue or I don't care. Kyle Pitts is a unicorn. Also Geno Smith throwing him the ball. Yes. Right? So. Kyle Pitts is a unicorn. Um, but uh, I'm going to go on record and say something hostile here. Ready for this? Yeah, I'm listening. If you're in a, in, a, in a redraft league and you've got Kyle Pitts or you don't have Kyle Pitts and you want Kyle Pitts after this week, buy low. Kyle Pitts ain't going to have a good week, good week this week. Yeah. So last year, without losing much at linebacker and actually gaining more linebacker options with the Rams at least, they were one of the top three teams in the league at covering tight ends. They kept Dawson Knox to what, one catch last week? Yeah, I think one catch it was. That wasn't a shock. I called that to many people, don't start Dawson. The Rams are very good. Kyle Pitts sees the Rams this week. Someone that's a Kyle Pitts owner is going to start deserting him this week if he doesn't do much. And I'm willing to go take that purchase for low. Yeah, I'll give you can. I'll give you my number twelve ranked tight end and a and a backup receiver to get Kyle Pitts because he's gonna finish the year hot. 
So uh, I like the Kyle Pitts if he if he's slow this week, scooping him for cheap. Uh, Hayden Hurst, best option here. He's got the Cowboys. He had eight targets. He had five catches last week. Uh, but the Cowboys were pretty strong. Then again, Cowboys didn't have to cover much. Cameron Brate was the top yeah, target. Yeah, your top target. Uh, Pittsburgh wise, Pat Fairmuth, he'll still be targeted. He'll he'll continue to act as a top ten tight end. Uh, I don't trust Green Bay. I'm not in love with anything that the Giants have, and I, I'm telling people to sell on Cole Komet right now, man. Cole Komet scares me. He didn't see much. He had one target. He had no catches last week. So I'm avoiding uh, Chicago. But now we're going to get into the receivers here, Jason. Receivers. <laughs> the crest of the road. Uh, I'll tell you who I do like. I really like Devontae Adams this week. Again. Yeah, I love Devontae Adams, especially against Arizona because they were not good against, like, the pass at all. Left. And who do they really have to defend from Kansas City? Next to nobody. Nobody. Um, I like Cooper Cup a lot. Mike Ford from Atlanta. I believe that was the same route that uh, Mike Thomas was running out of yeah. the slot. And Mike Thomas had 20 points. Cooper Cup is much better than Mike Thomas. Yeah, a lot better. Uh, so triple, I always Cup, say a triple count for a reason. Cooper Cup should be a 30-point producer again this week. Yeah. I love that. Uh... Tariq Hill, we already talked about that, but he's got Brandon Stevens. Not a very tough matchup for him. Not at all. Um, I think you're going to see these guys switch on and off. They're going to have to rotate who covers who with Miami. Waddle's still going to have probably six catches because that's it. Hill had six catches or had seven catches in like 60 yards last week. Waddle had the big touchdown. This week, I think it'll be opposite. I think Waddle's going to have six for 70, and Hill has the touchdown. Um... The Bills game's interesting. They're like they're giving they're giving a tough grade for Christian Benford and Kyrie Elam, although it says that they had two points against last week. Um, Dean Jackson, easy easy matchup. Also says he had six and a half points against last week. Teron Johnson, my favorite, the hardest matchup, thirty one point eight points still last week. Yeah, AKA Cooper Cup's just really damn good. Um, I don't really love any of the New York Giants receivers, especially after hearing. Brian Dable this week. Do you hear anything from his press conference? Uh, no, I didn't get a chance to see it. Someone no. called him out and asked, you know, why uh, why was Kadarius Tony not on the field more? Basically, he said, well, when Tony held the ball, he looked really good. But also, um, we were doing wide receiver sub packages, and he didn't get dialed up in the package much. Could be any other game that he does. Just because Richie James is on this doesn't mean he's going to yeah. be a, just because. Kenny Galladay was on here. I mean, the the three that they're listing are Sterling Shepard, Kenny Galladay, and Richie James. Kenny Galladay had the most snaps to receiver last week. You know the second most? No. David Sills. Yeah, that's a weird one. That's a former West Virginia undrafted who was a former Buffalo Bill training camp invite. He had the second most snaps to receiver. I don't know if Brian Dable knows what he's doing. I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. But I'm not in love with that option. Um... Green Bay, I kind of like Romeo Dubes. Kendall Vador did not do great last week. Uh, I want to say that's who actually got smoked pretty hard by Jawan James or Jawan Johnson. I think so. And uh, Romeo Dubes for cheap. I'm here for that. We already talked. Um, Mike Hilton's on CD Lamb. It's a bit of a tougher matchup. Eli Apple, for as much as we laughs at him, he only had 1.3 points against last week in that Cincy game, uh, and he'll face yeah. Noah Brown. And Dallas Houston, maybe I don't know what this guy's name is. D. Houston is now the starting wide receiver one with Denver or with Dallas, which I don't understand that. I feel like it probably should be 
Tolbert. Yeah, Tolbert. Jalen Tolbert? Is that his name? I think so. The receiver? Still, uh, I don't know who that is. Cleveland, Martin Emerson allowed eight points. He's not an easy matchup. Elijah Moore has to do something. I could see him firing up being a decent matchup this week. I don't necessarily love Corey Davis. I know he's going against Denzel Ward, who who had a weak day this past week. Yeah. But someone had to catch the passes there. Um, and Greg Newsom, very good against Garrett Wilson, the rookie. I'm not touching Garrett Wilson. I wasn't going to anyways, but I'm definitely not now. Uh, Tyler Boyd, tough matchup in Jordan Lewis. T. Higgins, uh, tough matchup. Jamar Chase against Trayvon Diggs. They're going to sit here and keep saying Trayvon Diggs is good, but Trayvon Diggs is very beatable. He might pick the ball off twice, but he's very beatable. Fire up Jamar. Um, I don't love anything out of Houston, quite honestly. I'm at a three. Washington. Jeff Okuda allowed zero fantasy points last week. Oh, yeah? That's impressive. That's not bad at all, That's the kid who came off of being heavily scrutinized for not being healthy for two years and allowed zero points against... A Philly team that yeah, tore people team. up is impressive. However, Terry McLaren gets Amani Aruwaria. I definitely didn't say the name right. Yeah, probably not. He allowed 30, 26 points last week. Scary Terry had a solid game last week, so I do like that option. Darnell Mooney. That's the ultimate coin flip. Yeah, that's a good we one. We all know Jair Alexander's really good. Jair Alexander also allowed Justin Jefferson to hang 40 points on him. Yeah. Mooney's got to go up from 1.8 points this past week. You would think so. So really like, I like Mooney, but I'm not telling you you have to dial him up. I don't like anybody else in Denver or in Chicago. Um, Denver's got a tough matchup. Derek Stingley got beat pretty handily last week against Indy. Mm-hmm. He was he allowed almost 28 points against, um, but he's also a rookie and it's a learning curve. Yeah, uh, you got to think Russ is going to be throwing harder out there once they're there. Indy, we already talked about Martin or Marvin Jones. Ten million dollars, you better be out there throwing it, right? <laughs> we already talked about Marvin Jones is liking that matchup. Um, that's really all I love for Jacksonville. Jacksonville got beat pretty handily by uh, by the second or in the secondary last week. So Pittman, Pierce, and Campbell are all interesting daily fantasy. I don't. Outside of having Michael Pittman in the league, I, I don't have to start any of those other two this week. Yeah, I would say the same. Chargers are playing right now. Chiefs are playing right now. Rams, Jalen or Drake London. I love him, but he's probably going to see Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Um, I don't. Know, I don't know. We saw how that went last week. Yeah, but again, rookie versus Steph Diggs yeah. are very different things. Um, Brian Edwards faces David Long, who allowed twenty six point two points last week. Yeah. So. The Rams' defense is beatable. It's a matter of who's going to get the routes and who's going to go to the left side. If they reconfigure London to the left, I could see London having a decent day. I don't love, really, the Arizona Cardinals options. Yeah, I don't like it at all. Rockison allowed four points. Anthony Averett allowed three points. A.J. Green and Marquise Brown did nothing last week. So, like, yikes. Uh, Miami, we already talked up how good Miami's secondary is. I don't love Duvernay... Robinson or Bateman. No. Like Minnesota either, against uh, the Eagles. That's going to be tough. That is a tough one. Minnesota obviously looked good last week, but Aaron Rodgers had no way of throwing the ball. Cam Dancer's been good, but A.J. Brown was great last week. you got to start A.J. Brown, but I don't love anything else. New England, I love this one. 
This would have been this would have been Jalen Waddle seeing Jalen Mills last week. Jalen Waddle had seventeen point seven points. You know who sees Jalen Mills this week? Um, no. Deontay Johnson. There you go. Love yeah, me some firing one. up Deontay Johnson. George Pickens, a That'd decent a matchup. I don't necessarily think Pickens going to be as easy against Jonathan Jones though. Um, Chase Claypool, tougher matchup. Tampa Bay, not easy matchups either. Mar- Marshawn Lattimore, Bradley Roby, yeah. tough corners. The Giants, Aaron Robinson steps in. He had a good week last week, but DJ Moore can beat him. I'm not trusting Robbie Anderson and Dory Jackson. That's an old-school rivalry there. And, uh, I mean, Darnay Holmes, Rashad Higgins. They're going to really throw Rashad Higgins. Uh, yeah. David Bell, so Cleveland. Cleveland. This is what I talked to your brother about. Cleveland. Donovan Peoples-Jones. Yeah, he led the team in targets last week. He should be seeing DJ Reed, the second corner, who allowed twenty-two points last week. That's who Devin Duvernay beat for both touchdowns. Yeah, so I like Donovan Peoples Jones this week. I guys. do too. It's a good pick. It'd be a good play. James Bradbury got burnt pretty, pretty hard um, last week by who am I looking for? Yikes! By DJ Chark. And uh, Justin Jefferson's on James Bradbury. We're firing up yeah, J.J. Uh Adam Thielen can stare his sleigh, and Thielen didn't do much. I'm okay f- downgrading Thielen yeah. and not starting him. K.J. Osborne gets Avante Maddox. That's who Monitor St. Brown carved. I don't hate K.J. Osborne as a flex on Monday, no, if you're pl- especially if you're yeah, playing a Monday definitely... two-game slate for DFS. Yeah. Big pickup for cheap. Um, Jacoby Meyer, he's got a decent matchup against Arthur Mullet. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, a very tough matchup. Devontae Parker faces Cam Sutton, who allowed 29 points. But Devontae Parker is not Jamar Chase. Yeah, not at all. So maybe touchdown dependent for Parker. The Seahawks secondary. Mike Jackson, Tariq Woolen, uh, and Justin Coleman were very locked down last week. Coleman had the toughest game. He allowed... uh, he allowed Jerry Judy to kind of get away with it. I could see Juwan Jennings doing the same thing. He was by far the favorite target of Trey Lance last week. He had six yeah. targets, four catches. Uh, I think Ayuk and Samuel have to prove something here. Seattle's second or Seattle's receivers against San Fran, who was very tight against the Bears. I honestly don't think like like their leading receiver was DK Metcalf with thirty yards. Yeah, I'm not worrying about firing up one of these well, Seattle guys either. Uh, Tampa's got the Saints. Jamel Dean only allowed five points last week. Chris Olave faces Carlton Davis, who allowed less than three. Antoine Winfield Jr. is playing slot corner. He gets Jarvis Landry, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be an interesting one. The Bills facing Tennessee. Christian Fulton allowed 16 points last week, and he draws Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. Fire up Gabe Davis. Gabe got Davis. It. Running down the seam. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie with a decent matchup, though, two against Ugo Amadi. So I like McKenzie and Davis this week. And so then stardom got it. I kind of really like both St. Brown and Shark this week against Washington. Yeah. But I think that'll do it for us, guys. It'll definitely be Jay, a good Anything one. else you want to you wanna mention this week about no, this just, week's firing up? Just always no, firing up nobody, but just always thank you for listening. If you're here, we love you. If you're listening to us, we love you too. Uh, we'll be up on our website as of next week officially. Shout out, shout out to our sponsors. Yeah. Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo. Charlie at Renegade Studios. Chiggereats.com. C-H-I-G-E-R 
EATS.com and Kyle over at Chicken Dippin' because nothing goes better with football than chicken wings. Nothing goes better with wings than dipping it in blue cheese. The only cup for that blue cheese is the chicken dipper itself. Check them out at chickendippin.com. Use code 716 for 15% off your order. But guys, until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.